12th July, Hope. Posted 13th July, 2022. We got Balam back. It was brief and it did end in tears, but for a few minutes we had some tenderness and also some protectiveness and hope from both of them. Oh, boys. In the cafe, Ben's looking downcast at the table, not eating the food in front of him, when who should walk in but Callum, and it looks like he's been looking for Ben specifically. He approaches Ben hesitantly, ducking a bit so he can catch Ben's eye as he greets him, and Ben looks like he thinks he's hearing things at first, startling as he sees that Callum is actually there in front of him, addressing him. And there's a movement of shadow across Ben's face that clears, as if he's literally brightening at the sight of Callum, or Callum is the source of the light across his face, which is a really nice shot, even if accidental, though I feel like there's every chance it was deliberate. Callum talks about seeing that Phil's out, and Ben scrambles to take part in the conversation, voice sounding a bit rough with disuse to start with, as he uses Phil's own explanation about a loophole, saying how Callum knows what Richie's like at finding those. And Callum knows because he was once right there in the fold with them, knowing all about the dodgy goings-on and how the Mitchells wriggle out of legal trouble each time. But that little tiny smile on Ben's face as he's talking to Callum speaks volumes. Like he can't believe he's been approached by Callum and is now speaking to him. Callum responds with a sarcastic comment about how shocking it is that Richie's come through. It's all a little rusty and awkward, but they're both trying now. Callum asks him how he's feeling about it all, his dad being out and Ben has to take a second to process the question. There's so much he could say, not just about Phil, but about everything. But he sticks with the small talk and claims he's never better. Obviously, they're both avoiding several elephants in the room, as Callum agrees that of course Ben's feeling like that, knowing how much Ben loves his dad. I mean, you could read it as sarcasm, especially considering we know just how untrue that statement is. But I think Callum intended it to be genuine. Though I'm sure he knows as well as we do that it's complicated. They're both sticking with surface-level conversations at the moment. Callum looks like he's about to say something else, but he's interrupted by his phone ringing. And it looks like Ben can already tell their interaction is over. Callum explains that it's Stuart, but he overdoes it by going on about how he's not been the same since Rainy left, and even has to interrupt himself to answer the call. It's like he was making sure Ben didn't think he was looking for an excuse to leave. It's just that he had to answer the call. And judging by the call itself, it looks like Callum nearly forgot about Stuart's chemo, distracted by finding Ben to see how he is after Phil's release. He placates Stuart on the other end that it'll be five minutes, looking at Ben as he does so, as if arguing with himself whether to stay or not, or whether to say anything. He ends up just leaving in a bit of a panic. And Ben looks like he does a little humourless huff of laughter when he does, maybe still in shock that they had an actual conversation, short as it was. Kathy, who's seen the interaction from behind the counter, is immediately asking Marie to cover her so she can go and sit with Ben. She doesn't mention Callum at first, instead trying to encourage him to eat his breakfast, and then teasing him about the lack of back chat. She gets nothing from him, so then mentions Phil being out of prison, and how she hated the thought of him rotting away inside. Probably for Ben's benefit she said that, as I'm not too sure whether she gave it a second thought. Ben's still looking far away, and Kathy senses the problem and encourages Ben to tell Callum the truth, begs him to. He had that little snatch of interaction and then it was gone, and it's probably hitting Ben all over again how his marriage has crumbled and how much he misses his husband. But at Kathy's words, the fear of telling Callum the truth is real as well. 
Peter gets a visit from the police later on, where he listens to Kathy pretending she wants them to find Peter's attacker, and torments her a bit by alluding to the police that he knows what his attacker looks like and would recognise him in a lineup. Then he rants to Rocky, who doesn't know the truth, about his attacker being a psycho from a trashy family, and how he's a real son of a bitch, the bitch being Kathy. For someone who told Ben that he was agreeing to the truce for Kathy's sake, he's not exactly treating her with much respect. Obviously he's angry, but as I said in the last post, it's not because Ben attacked him, but because Kathy's treating Ben with kid gloves despite that. It's Kathy having to do this making up to Peter. He doesn't want anything from Ben, and that's because it's attention he wants. Like father, like son, might I add. Out in the square, Ben watches the police get into the car, on edge, but probably feeling a bit relieved that they seem to be leaving instead of looking for him. He then sees Kirat and Stacy beyond the railings, being all flirty and leaning in for a kiss. And though there's obvious disgust at the heterosexual behaviour, I think he's projecting that out a bit to hide how much he misses having that. I think that's the conclusion Kirat comes to as well, first joking about Ben being bitter, and then saying that he knows Ben's going through a lot with Callum. For the second time this week, Ben tells someone that it's not just about Callum. It's like he wants them to know the extent of what he's actually struggling with, despite the fear of actually saying it. Or maybe it's to simply get them to stop talking about Callum to him. Maybe a bit of both. Kira advises Ben that he can simply choose not to be miserable. I love the guy, and I know he doesn't know what Ben's gone through, but that's a have-you-tried-not-being-depressed piece of advice if I ever heard it. Still, it does give Ben pause for thought on the specific issue of telling Callum the truth, that maybe if he was able to do that, things can start to improve. He thinks for a moment, then gets out his phone and types out a message to Callum. But what we also see is a text exchange between them from the 30th of June, i.e. the day after Rainey left and the same day Ben had a panic over Lewis's shirt. It may have been before that incident, perhaps sometime between agreeing to go to the Pride Fair and getting ready for it with Lexi in the cafe. That's my headcanon anyway. But it's extremely sweet. Ben checking that both Callum and Stuart are okay, and offering to be there if Callum needs to talk. It would have taken a lot for Ben to send that, I reckon. And what's better is that we can see Callum actually replied, even if it was a short thanks. I appreciate the props department, or whoever it was that added that detail, considering they probably didn't have to. It shows Ben's instinct to want to care for Callum, despite the state that their relationship is in. When Ben sends this latest text, asking if they can speak in private at the flat, Callum is answering straight away to tell Ben not to come to the flat and that he'll meet him in the Vic in an hour instead. I'm sure the main part of Callum not wanting to meet at the flat is because that's too private and he's afraid he'll get pulled back in when he's struggling with resolve enough as it is, though the following scene with Stuart did make me reconsider this reason. But I did also feel like it's a bit odd that they've highlighted such an immediate refusal from Callum to meet at the flat, especially considering we haven't seen it since Callum kicked Ben out. They didn't have to have Ben mention the flat at all, because the arches could have also been a private place to talk. I wondered if the flat will look just as untouched as the last time we saw it, to show that Callum hasn't moved on in the way Ben thinks he has, though it's just as likely they might just not be utilising the set while only Callum is living there. Guess we'll see eventually if they've held the setback for a story reason. For now, though, although the Vic isn't ideal for an admission like the one Ben plans to make, 
Callum still agreed to meet him, and that puts a shy little smile back on Ben's face. For the first time in ages, he feels hope. In fact, it looks like Ben doesn't hang around waiting for 12.30pm, as in the next scene we see him entering the Vic, just after Phil and Cathy have a short conversation about him. Phil asks, what's up with Ben? While Cathy maintains that it's all about him and Callum. Ben had told him that it wasn't just about that, though, so I'm not sure Phil buys that. But he lets it go for now. Ben walks in, just as Cathy's trying to make things up with Peter, offering to buy him lunch and bantering with Rocky to make Peter laugh. Lots of looks are exchanged. Cathy notices him walk in, Ben then nods at Phil in acknowledgement, then clocks Peter at the table. Phil seems to pick up on this look. It's not often he's this astute, I have to say. After that short scene, we cut to the Highway Brothers out in the square. Stuart's just had his chemo and Callum sets him down on Arthur's bench before joining him. He's amused at Stuart's suggestion of a pint for a post-chemo pick-me-up and gives him a little pep talk about Rainey and Roland and how they might turn up. Not sure if that's related to Stuart doing the chemo or Stuart having a pint. (laughs) But Stuart's not convinced Rainey would want to come back for him, a lump of cancerous flesh. Callum's not having that sort of chat and claims that's the old Stuart talking. Stuart wonders if that's such a bad thing, as changing his ways for Callum and Rainey didn't seem to get him anywhere. I'd argue that it got him a fair bit more than old Stuart would have. Callum's talking to him, for one. He's clearly lost hope with Rainey, though, but Callum reckons hope is what one needs. What gets me about this scene is that when Stuart tells Callum he's in the same boat as him and they're both going to die alone, Callum tells him rather indignantly that he's wrong about that because he's decided to meet Ben for a drink. Implication being that he's not going to die alone, he's going to have Ben. That says so much about the hope he personally has for him and Ben, and that he's genuinely planning to listen to what Ben has to say. Stuart's predictably not pleased, referring to Ben as a lying, dirty thug. This coming from the actual gay basher. Alrighty then. Callum just scoffs and nods as if he's thinking he should have known that that would be Stuart's reaction. It doesn't help that Stuart thinks that he's lost Rainey. It might sting to think that Callum isn't in the same boat with him after all. I mean, obviously, Stuart thinks Ben cheated on his little brother, so he's not going to think very highly of Ben. But it still hurts a bit, alongside the new knowledge that Ben actually thought about him when Rainey left, hoping he was okay. They're so alike, more than they'd probably want to admit. So I hope they can end on good terms before Stuart leaves, whenever that is. Stuart reminds Callum of what their nan used to say, that a cheetah never changes his pants. And I actually would tend to agree with him, considering Ben isn't actually a cheater. Also, not sure Stuart thought that analogy through, considering Callum still regards what he did to Whitney as cheating. Luckily, though, Callum doesn't seem to take him that seriously. He's more just indulging him and then comforting his brother as the chemo continues to knock the wind out of him. When we see Callum enter the Vic, it's from Phil's perspective, and I found that interesting. We see him noticing Callum come in and approaching Ben, though it's not clear whether he can hear what they're saying. Still, it may or may not be significant that Phil's in observation mode where Ben's concerned. Callum telling Ben he got his text when he texted Ben back felt a bit halfway to me. They're clearly both still a bit rusty in their interactions. Callum's also standing with his hands behind his back, imitating a police stance, but his shoulders are forward, making it look a little more nervous. 
I feel he's doing it to look more businesslike and distant. But when Ben tells him not to be like that when Callum asks him what he wants, Callum doesn't respond, but looks nervously around him, eyes landing on Phil and asking Ben if it's about his dad giving him grief again. I think he's looking for a safe topic, and believe it or not, Phil is a safe topic for them. After all, that was the topic of conversation when they were in the car together going to pick up Callum and Whitney's wedding rings back in 2019. That's what this scene reminds me of, skirting around the huge elephant in the room, being a little awkward, but also rather sweet. Ben doesn't answer, twiddling his thumbs against the phone in his hand, but he does shake his head a little, and I guess Callum senses it's something big, and he offers to go and get Ben a pint. He orders from Tracy at the bar, while Phil looks on in the background. Meanwhile, over at the Beale table, Peter's listing what he thinks is the list of Cathy's priorities, putting even Lucy before himself, which is just being melodramatic because no one even mentions Lucy anymore. It makes Cathy feel sorry for him, and she promises him that he is loved and she'll prove it to him. Back to Balam, and Ben's telling Callum that his pillowcases have never been so clean since Callum always left a layer of wax on them so thick you could write your name on it. It's not only a cute little anecdote poking fun at the amount of hair wax Callum uses, it's also quite an intimate one too, mentioning the pillowcases that they'd have shared. And what's more, it makes Callum laugh, and he tells Ben good-naturedly to shut up. They catch eyes, and Ben tells Callum he misses him. He misses the wax on the pillowcase and the bickering husband's dynamic that he experienced again for a moment there. Callum doesn't shy away from the sentiment, but implores Ben to just talk to him. He's willing to listen now. That makes Ben anxious, naturally. He asks if they can go somewhere else, knowing that this needs privacy, and having Phil there is probably extra unnerving. I don't know if Callum assumes he's asking to go to the flat again, but he insists that he'd rather stay in the Vic. He can't exactly say, for the plot, but basically that's the reason. Despite not wanting to do it here, Ben figures this is his only chance so he tries to gather his courage and come out with it. He's so close, telling Callum that something happened a while back, and Callum's listening intently. Unfortunately, that's as far as he gets before Jonah walks in to meet Phil, someone that Ben knows is a big deal and also potentially dangerous. Though he might have also seen it as an opportunity to delay his confession to Callum, because he rushes up to get shots before Callum can answer whether he even wants one. Callum throws a hand up in frustration as Ben moves to the bar, probably sensing that Ben's stalling. But it looks like Ben's also wanting to stand within earshot to check things are okay between his dad and Jonah. He soon realises it's not, as Phil talks about robbing his family and shooting Sam, which he thinks Jonah is behind. All of a sudden, Phil's out of his seat, pushing the table of glasses toward Jonah and throwing a bar stool at him, which hits the bottles behind the bar. And amidst all this, Callum's leapt out of his own seat to put an arm between Ben and the chaos. That protective instinct. It's clear how much he wants to keep Ben safe despite everything, meaning it'll be all the worse for him when he finds out he wasn't able to protect Ben from something as unimaginably awful as rape. I don't know if he's also maybe stopping Ben from leaping in to help his dad, because he also says, Ben, don't. I guess it's a reasonably safe bet, he might well have leapt in, which is why he was listening in on the conversation, in case Phil needed backup. Callum keeps close to Ben as Phil yells at Jonah to get out, and even shakes his head as Phil threatens the guy. 
as if he wouldn't do the exact same thing if someone hurt Ben. Linda orders Phil out before she calls the police. And I love that Callum has just stood there as if he's not the police. <laughs> Once Phil's left, Kathy comes rushing over to check that Ben's okay. And he's a bit shaky, but insists he's fine, joking that Phil's still got it as a cover. But Callum's shaking his head with disapproval. And he announces that he doesn't want any of this in his life, which has Ben turning around to look at him on high alert. He doesn't want any fighting, any cheating, any of it. He guts Ben when he says that they're all the same, basically rejecting the Mitchells in a very Jack Branning kind of way. I guess maybe Stuart's lying dirty thug line stuck with him and he ran out of patience with Ben. Or maybe he also thought Ben was in on whatever was going on with Phil and Jonah. Ben doesn't know how to call Callum back and so Callum walks out. Ben looks to Kathy as if he's pleading for help because this is a big setback for him. He puts his head in his hands as Kathy looks back to her table, suddenly remembering that she was supposed to be making Peter feel loved. Whoops. When Kathy and Rocky return to the Beale house later, they walk into the living room to see Ben sitting on the floor, surrounded by darkness with only a little light from the window to illuminate his face. The rejection from Callum at this stage has affected him massively and has taken away any hope that he had earlier on. The only thing worse than no hope is having it and then it being snuffed out. Rocky leaves Kathy to it, and she sits down next to Ben to comfort him. It's very sweet. Kathy calling him her beautiful boy as he rests against her, tears licking out. It's also very sad to see Ben back in the darkness, that little glimmer of happiness gone. We had them together for a few sweet minutes, but we've ended with a further setback for Ben. I guess this now means that Callum has to approach Ben, as I can't see Ben trying again after that. And it was telling that Callum's parting words were about the Mitchells all being the same. In other words, Ben's no better than his dad. That seems to stick with him this week, 